You are listening to Podcast Rescue. My name is Cliff Duvinois. This is episode 28. Hey there, are you struggling with your podcast? Well, then let's change that. Here, we're going to share the strategies, tips, and tricks that you need to make your podcast a thriving part of your business. Welcome to Podcast Rescue. Hello, my fellow entrepreneurs. How are you doing? How's your life going? Uh, today I'm going to be talking about a topic that I literally ripped from uh, my email list. I actually talked about this a little bit last week, uh, but this one had the highest open rates that I have seen in a long, long time, well above 60%. So obviously this is a topic that's on the mind of, or the minds of the people that are on my email list. And I decided I'm going to wrap a whole podcast episode around it. Actually, I'm going to do two around it. This is going to be episode, uh, this is the first episode in this little chat GPT series. So the first thing I'm going to tackle is the question, is chat GPT going to make my podcast obsolete? So let's answer that question. Now, for those of you that are really short on time, the answer is no. See you next week. Now, <laughs> in this episode, uh, I'm going to cover real quick what ChatGPT is, what it can do, and we're going to talk about why it's not going to replace your podcast. So real quick, for those of you that don't know, ChatGPT is this relatively new online artificial intelligence ling linguistics model that has gained a lot of popularity and a lot of steam in very short order. I mean, I now go over to YouTube and my YouTube feed is just full of videos that are like, oh, this is how you can get rich using ChatGPT. It'll do everything for you. Uh, it'll, you know, you could generate $10,000 a month using ChatGPT, right? It is, it's crazy the volume of content that is coming out there, right? Not that these people are actually making 10 grand a month using ChatGPT, but, you know, whatever. So one part of this conversation is that, of course, people are scared that it's going to take their job away. I've been seeing a lot of articles popping up that says, oh, ChatGPT is going to make web designers obsolete. So I went into ChatGPT and I was like, hey, you know what? I want you to build me a web page for my podcast coaching business. And you know what it did? It actually wrote out all of the HTML code for it and everything else. It actually included some marketing in there that I didn't even think about. I was like, wow, this is actually kind of clever. But am I worried that ChatGPT is going to be taking my business away or that it's going to make me obsolete? No. Should some people be worried about it? Of course. So when I was writing out this episode, I was taken back to uh, my real estate days in California. So I got my license. I was a newly minted real estate agent. And what I discovered very quickly was that I was one in about a million real estate agents in the LA area, right? The LA area is huge. I'm not talking about LA County. I'm talking about LA area, right? It's absolutely huge. One out of every six people in California is a real estate agent. So, you know, here I am, I'm competing against all these other real estate agents out there. There's a lot of new ones that are out there. There's a lot of experts that are out there. Yeah, the, pod, the uh, real estate gurus, so to speak. So I went to the experts and I was like, hey, how could I grow my real estate business, right? And they all told me the exact same thing do open houses, you can make cold calls, you go door knocking, uh, you can start farming, right? They're giving me all this advice. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, guess who else is doing those same activities? Every other real estate agent that's out there, right? Every real estate agent is doing open house. Every single real estate agent is doing cold calls. I can't tell you the number of phone calls I was getting. I was a real estate agent. 
but I was getting three or four phone calls a day. I was getting knocks at the door at least once or if not twice a week from real estate agents like, oh, I know somebody who wants to buy and sell your home, right? So, okay, I'm not doing anything different. I'm just doing what everybody else is doing. So you know what? I got on the chat GPT when I was preparing for this episode and I was like, hey, I'm a new real estate agent. What can I do to grow my business? And guess what? It gave me the exact same suggestions that the real estate gurus told me. There was one difference though, one small exception. And ChatGPT said, create content to put on your social media channels. So I'm like, well, that's clever. So I said, well, what kind of content should I create? Well, I remember I asked the podcast gurus uh, some questions on content that I should be creating online. And, you know, ChatGPT told me the exact same answer that these gurus did, right? Oh, we'll do home buying tips, do real estate market updates, talk about property listings, right? Just like every other real estate agent that's out there. So all this advice that I am getting about how to build my business is the exact same advice that everybody out there else out there on the planet is doing, right? ChatGPT was telling me the exact same for the gurus to do. And guess what? It didn't work. Now, I got to ask, are you really surprised by this? You know, if you are doing the same things that everybody else is doing, how is your business going to stand out? How are people going to find you? How are they going to do business with you when you're doing, like I said, the same thing everybody else is doing, right? But it was my business coach, a human being. He was the one that said, you should start a podcast, right? And, he, and he's told me very specifically, he's like, you can talk about anything you want. Just don't talk about real estate. And for me, that was game-changing advice because by not talking about real estate, I actually got customers. Why? Well, that question took me years to figure out until one day the, fans, the answer finally hit me, right? I was talking with this sales and, and ment uh, marketing mentoring coach and everything else, but it finally hit me. And yes, there are a million real estate agents that were in the LA area. We've all got the same training. We all have the same knowledge, right? We all know what forms have got to be filled out. We all know the process, right? Everything else. So how do you pick one real estate agent from another? Well, it's the exact same thing today, right? Why does one person pick, you know, a coach? Like if you're you know, in the coaching space or you provide services or anything else like that, how do they pick one person over another? Well, it's that old adage. People do business with people that they know, like, and trust. That became my focus. How can I get more people to know about me? How can I get more people to like me? How can I get more people to trust me? And the podcast did all of that for me. That's how I was able to get clients. Nobody else was doing it. As far as I know, not very many people are still doing it, right? But the thing is, is that chat GPT can't replace that human component, right? That a the, the, the ability for people to come back and say, Hey, you know what? I actually like the way this person thinks this person thinks like I do, like I do, excuse me, chat GPT doesn't think it's all about the responses, right? So while chat GPT could give you a hundred tips on how to buy a house, what it can't tell you is if you should, you know, continue to buy a home because maybe there's some foundation problems with the foundation. Right? ChatGPT will not tell you, oh, you shouldn't buy this house, or I advise you to keep looking. Right? It'll just give you information. It can't tell you if it thinks that the other real estate agent, right? If you're looking to buy a home and the other real estate agent is representing the seller, right? It's not going to come back and say, you know what? I think this actually is a bad deal for you. You should pass on this and move on. There's other houses that you can buy. 
right? So there's that human component that is missing. And in many ways, this is exactly what you do for your clients, right? You're helping them. You are protecting them. You're giving them the benefit of your experience. You're helping them to achieve their goals or their results. These things, these, these nuances, right? These, these human interactions, these things aren't programmed into ChatGPT. So you've got a podcast. You're obviously wanting to establish yourself as the expert in your particular niche. Like I said before, you're protecting your audience. You're protecting your listeners, giving them the benefit of your experience. ChatGPT can do none of that. But I do know that somebody's listening to this and they're thinking right now, well, you know what, Cliff, I went to ChatGPT and I typed in a question that my potential customer might ask. And I was like, you know what? This is the exact same answer that I give them. So if it's going if it's, if it's to be the same answers that I would give them, isn't this going to make me obsolete? Well, let's go back to your ideal customer avatar. Let's go back to the very beginning. If your ideal customer avatar is someone who wants a DIY model, right? They want to do it themselves and they are flat broke, then yeah, you should be worried, right? My ideal customer is someone who wants the done with you model, i.e. my podcast coaching, or they want the done for you model, which is my VIP day. In other words, they are focused on getting the results the quickest. And if you want results fast, you don't focus on how, you focus on who. Who can get me the results that I want? So an example of this, I've got an electrical problem in my house. So I actually went to ChatGPT and I typed in everything about there and actually walked me through how to fix the electrical problem, right? But I had to ask 11 gabillion questions in order to get ChatGPT to tell me how to fix my problem. And guess what? I could also go to YouTube and type in the same questions and I can actually see somebody doing the work there. But am I going to do that? No. Why? Because I'm looking for the who. I don't want to learn how to become an electrician so I can fix some small problem in my house. I want to hire an electrician to come out and fix it for me because my business is not being an electrician. I'm in the podcasting space. I am in the coaching space, right? That's where I move. So I hire an electrician to come out and fix my problems because they can do it. They can do it faster. They've got all the benefits, all the experience. They've got all the tools. I don't have to buy all those tools for crying out loud. Right? So I found a who that knows the how. My clients think the exact same way. They don't want to spend weeks or months learning what it is that I already know. They definitely don't want to hire somebody to come in and learn all the stuff and implement it for them because once they get it done, once they get the results, it's like, well, okay, we'll let this employee go. That alone is going to cost way more than what it would cost to have an hour of coaching with me. So my clients have got, you know, they've got problems with their podcast, or maybe they've got goals that they want to have their podcast to achieve. They're looking for somebody to help them to fast track their results. Now, if someone wants to figure it out on their own, right, I'm going to go to ChatGPT and I'm going to ask all the questions that I'm having with my podcast right now because I don't want to pay for a coach, then guess what? They're not my ideal client. It's that simple. Why? Because my ideal client is looking for the who that can help them to solve their problem. And I will bet you dollars to donuts that your ideal customers are the exact same way. They don't want to learn all the nuances and spend months trying to figure out how it is that they can get the same results that you can provide for them in one afternoon. 
So if you were offering any kind of a done for you or done with you service, ChatGPT isn't going to do that for the clients. Even before when I shared the example of, hey, could you build me a website for my podcast coaching business? And it did, right? It wrote out all the code for it, but I would still have to take that code, put it into a file, figure out how to get it onto web server, even if I knew what a web server was, right? There's all of this stuff that's behind the scenes about the implementation of it that I would have to go back and figure out how to learn and how do I do this and what's this, what's, you know, what is FTP, right? All these questions would be popping up in my head. So I would be looking for somebody to actually do that for me. So is ChatGPT, you know, completely not good for my podcast? Actually, it's not. Because the more I screw around with ChatGTP and I figure it out, it's just like ChatGPT is a tool, right? And tools can be used to destroy. Certainly it is, but they can be used to create. So I've actually been screwing around a lot with ChatGPT to figure out how can I get this to actually help me with my podcast. That's a topic I'm actually going to be covering next week. So if you're looking to fast track your pod results, podcast results, if you're looking for that who, right, you got goals, you got objectives, head over, head over to podcastwithcliff.com. From there, you can schedule a session. Just tell me what your goals are. We can come up with a customized plan to be able to help you to achieve your goals, to make sure that your podcast is in alignment with your business objectives. Once again, that's podcastingwithcliff.com. I will catch you next week. Make it a great day.